0: Colleagues, welcome back to the office and welcome to our presentation and podcast and webinar for today. My name is Steve Yoss and this is Everything Microsoft Teams, Tricks and Tips for Collaboration Part 1. In this class, we are going to be looking at and examining one of the best applications that have been added to our company repertoires in who knows how long. Uh, which is Microsoft Teams. Microsoft Teams, if you're not familiar with it, it is a tool that you can use to essentially manage all aspects of communication inside your organization. It could be a tool that you can use for video conferencing, straight-up audio conferencing, including using it as a desktop phone, screen sharing, webinar, uh, instant messaging, file collaboration, and more. And in this two-part class, we're going to be looking at some of the major ways that you can use this application. Uh, We'll look at some of the best features inside of Teams and how you might want to use them every day. And I'll also show you some of the hidden gems that I've come across in my day-to-day use in this application. In the second part of our series, we'll talk about some amazing third-party and external tools that you might want to consider using with Teams, including things for e-signature like Adobe Sign or DocuSign. things for automation, including um, Power Automate and Zapier and others. We'll also take a look at some of the administration, security, and privacy elements that you might want to consider. Now, Teams is a tool that I use every day, so hopefully you'll find some different ways that you might want to uh, utilize this incredible application from my experience. And so I look forward to exploring this incredible tool with you. Now, if this is your first time coming to a CPE Today podcast, thank you so much for being here. Again, my name is Steve Yoss. My experience and uh, work is kind of split right down the middle. I spent about half my my life working and training with financial professionals like yourself. I spent about the other half of my life doing and working and building software for other companies uh, with my business, Devmatics. If you have any technical questions about anything, please always free feel, feel free to reach out and ask. Now, the CPE Today podcast is presented twice a week, uh, Tuesdays and Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific. You can watch live anytime, and you can also get it on your own schedule. As a reminder, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and others, and you can even get credits for watching or listening to our presentation today. Check out cpetoday.com and use course code MTT1 to find our class for today if you're watching after the fact. And if you're a new listener or watcher to the CPE Today podcast, thank you so much for coming. Welcome. It is fantastic to have you here. Why don't you try our platform out and get a free credit on us? Go to cpetoday.com and pick the course if you're choosing, and uh, you'll get a free credit of whatever class you'd like, whether it be this class or something else in our product catalog. Whatever you'd like, please feel free to use this coupon to get a course of your choosing. All right, folks, we're going to go ahead and get started with our presentation for here today. So let's go ahead and kick it off. All righty. So let's start our conversation today with a overview of Microsoft Teams, giving you a sense of how and where this application would be used on a day-to-day basis inside your organization. Now, what is Teams? Well, as I mentioned, it is a fantastic communication tool that you can use for your company. Uh, It incorporates lots of different elements of communication with a uh, kind of, let's call it a centering around real-time communication inside your business. Uh, It includes elements of chat or direct message. Uh, So for those of you who have used services such as Slack or Skype for Business, you know, you could, for example, replicate most of those, if not all of those, and in fact, all of them, yeah, features and functions that you're using in those other applications directly inside of Teams. You can also use it for audio conferencing, uh, where you just talk to people through your voice. You can have video conferencing, which includes not only the voice conferencing, but the video, you know, back and forth. You can use it for file Um, transfer and for storage as well for real-time document collaboration Uh, with the 365 integration i mean it is incredible you can use this tool to video chat with a colleague share a screen and then instantly be able to collaborate on a document with somebody else which is pretty nifty to be able to do Now, in my opinion, I consider it the linchpin application of 365. It really kind of brings together the entire ecosystem of products inside of the 365 uh, platform. Um, It brings together functionality from across the ecosystem, from traditional office applications, including Word, PowerPoint, Excel, Uh, to communication services such as SharePoint and Microsoft Exchange, and certainly all the privacy and security and authentication requirements that we have grown to be accustomed for in 365, well, that's included in this platform as well. Well, good news is it is a default program of 365. If you're using any level of the 365 cloud, guess what? You're using Teams, and Teams is part of your subscription. For those of you who have been using communication tools from Microsoft before, you know, for example, Skype for Business, you should know that Teams is the successor product to uh, Skype for Business. In fact, Skype for Business is no longer supported by Microsoft and was retired in July of last year. Now, you're in good company if you use Microsoft Teams. It is over 270 million different people every single month are using this tool to talk, collaborate, communicate, and uh, work on a day-to-day basis with their colleagues. Now, as I mentioned, Teams brings together lots of different features in in your day-to-day work. Really kind of anything around communication, collaboration, you're gonna be able to use Microsoft Teams for. Uh, And if we look at a lot of needs of businesses, You know, you have those same needs. You know, businesses, for example, across the world are using email on a day-to-day basis for uh, communication. You're probably using some, or at least you should be using some, chat platform to be able to talk with your colleagues. Uh, You're certainly going to be using some sort of calendaring functionality. For myself, I live and die by my calendar. And keeping that up to date and having my staff have access to it so they know when and where I am and if I'm available is super important. I guarantee you, you know, in 2022, most of us have have, uh, collaborated through video conferencing. I don't see that changing anytime soon. Certainly through the pandemic, that's been a major way that we've been able to communicate with our our staff. Uh, We're needing to collaborate in the sense of either exchange files with each other or be able to collaborate and write on a document in real time with each other we're certainly leveraging social media for uh, personal communications and more increasingly we're starting to see that with also business communication as well and many of us are also working on the road you know with our cell phones and and acting and working out of the office uh, using these devices has become an imperative function of day-to-day operations so you have this need most organizations have this need to use a tool like Teams uh, I will point out that from uh, multiple different studies, we've seen the need and growth of internal communications tools just explode. And in 2022, it's growing at actually three times the pandemic rate. Gardner, uh, which is a research uh, company, predicts by that Q3 of this year, 75% of small businesses would be working uh, remotely or at least incorporating major elements of remote work. And so you're going to need something that will allow your staff to be able to communicate regardless of where they're located. And these tools can massively help your organization by increasing productivity and keeping people in touch and just kind of keeping everything under one hub. Now, a lot of organizations are still in office. Well, I'm going to point out that uh, or they're going back to the office or maybe they're going to uh, incorporate elements of a hybrid workplace where you'll be in in office a couple of days a week. Well, these tools still offer a huge benefits to companies even if you're in office regardless. Uh, Because you know what? You still need to change files with each other. You still need to send stuff to other people. You still need to conference with other people no matter what. So why not do it under one roof in one single application? And I'll point out, if you're not going to do this, guess what? Your staff will probably do it automatically. They'll probably do it even if you say nothing. Uh, because what we found and what I have seen in many of the companies and clients that I work with is that most people will make a decision when the company doesn't. And they will find a tool, whether it be uh, Slack, maybe even Teams, maybe it is Google, uh, Google product or something else, to fill this need of chat and video conferencing and more. So. I would tell you, you're better off making the decision at the top across the whole company and making sure that you get economies of scale, getting the right product that fits your specific needs, getting it at a reasonable price, having the security taken care of, than ultimately being fragmenting and letting every division or department of your company make their own decision. A lot of organizations can be overwhelmed, and frankly, I agree, I I totally could sense how you could be overwhelmed with all the different tools and platforms in services and apps and things that are out there. Lots of options. You know, how do you know which one is right for you? Well, the reality is, unless you make a decision at the top, a lot of organizations are gonna end up having parts of their company be on different platforms. And when you do that, you have a situation where services and and data is fragmented, but sometimes between multiple providers. And in that case, there's going to be little to no interaction or interoperability. You'll have half your company working one way and half your company working the other. And business units will often choose a platform that will meet their specific needs, regardless of what the overall organization is going to need. Uh, and they're usually not going to have a security a mindset, a management mindset, compliance backup, you know, they're just going to pick a tool that will, works for you. So why not, you know, kind of nip this in the bud and get something that's going to work for your organization straight away and make that decision and roll it out across the whole company. Now, Teams is not the first product in this specific market. Um, there were products prior to Teams. Uh, But I'm going to point out that these applications were either very niche, they served a specific and unique marketplace, or they were uh, limited on functionality or difficult to use. So they either didn't complete the vision, they might have only had audio conferencing, or they might have only had screen sharing. Uh, They would not have had every feature or function that we're going to see in a modern tool like Teams. And additionally, these tools, it's no fault of their own. I mean, you know, this stuff really only became super easy and reliable in the last couple of years. And, you know, predecessor tools like Skype for Business or even Skype itself, the normal version, uh, and tools like it often had limited functionality. They often suffered from service outages. They might have security issues and very rarely were actually integrated in with the other practices of an organization. They were usually just kind of standalone communication tools. I worked forever for a company uh, up in Canada and it was completely the normal practice for everybody just to have a, their personal Skype and that's just how everybody in the company talked. Uh, So if we exchanged files or talked or collaborated with each other, there was no security mindset, no management mindset around it. We were all on our personal accounts. And in hindsight, oh, my God, like what were we thinking? But that's just how it was. And a lot of these tools, they often did one thing, but they fell very short in a lot of other ways, especially in the greater scope of what a business could do. Uh, A lot of these tools also were desktop only, and they did not have... A mobile client, which really kind of fragmented, again, anytime you're going to be out of the office, you'd miss messages. You wouldn't be able to communicate or access files or more. Uh, and for the stuff that was on-premise, and I'm looking at you, Skype for Business, the infrastructure requirements on this could be super difficult. And it made them often very difficult to be able to leverage, except for the largest of businesses. So that that's why... Uh, I think Teams and products like Teams um, have just not only uh, improved so many different things, but they've changed the game in terms of what we can expect from collaboration uh, out of the office. Now, there are a lot of different tools that are out there, but let me tell you why I think Teams is a better choice for your business. Okay, And I'm comparing this with the mindset of lots of different products and services that are out there. Uh, And I still think even compared to Slack, even compared to Google, even compared to um, the Zoho products, Teams is still the the best product on the market. And here's why. So first and foremost, and this cannot be understated enough, Teams is fully integrated into the Microsoft 365 ecosystem of products. And that 365 platform, in my opinion, is the best, most complete vision of business productivity software on the market today. And Teams is deeply integrated and draws functionality and file sharing and security and authentication and all of that from all these different places. Um, and it's just part of it. I mean, it, it's, it's like your arm. I mean, it, it's just an appendage to the overall body. And the fact that it, it shares data, it shares security, you're in one ecosystem, I mean, that's just, it's the best way of handling um, this particular situation. It's not a separate product, it's built into it. And so there's a lot of synergy that's going to be gained from the efficiency of having those as one solution. Now, Teams is a zero infrastructure product, meaning there's nothing for you to build, maintain, secure, backup, configure other than the actual application itself. This application is a tool that will just live inside of the Microsoft ecosystem, probably somewhere in an Azure data center next to every other business, and you just go about your life and you use it. Uh, so if you have internet access, if you can you know kind of get online and if you can get to the uh, the internet, well, guess what? You can work from anywhere, and there's nothing for you to build or maintain inside your business. It'll just work for you. Uh, And it's also, again, integrated into the rest of the 365 platform. There's nothing for you to pay either. There's no additional cost that goes into this platform. Uh, So why not use it? It's a complete vision. All major communication points are supported, okay? You can instant message. You can share a calendar. You can uh, audio call people. You can video conference people. You can screen share with people. You can collaborate real time on a document. You can host a webinar. It's complete. It's got everything that you need under one roof it's price effective. It's already part of your 365 plan. If you're paying for 365, and even if you're not, let's say you're a nonprofit. let's just say that uh, you've just got uh, a small business and you're very price conscious, well guess what? You can even use it 100% for free, up to 100 users. So there's really kind of no reason not to use this. So it's part of 365, there's nothing for you to build or maintain. You can use it anywhere, on any device, all major communication points are, con- are connected, and it's already something you're paying for, or it's free. I mean, how great is that? All right, folks, let's go ahead and have our first review question of the day. Which of the following is not a feature or function of Microsoft Teams? So Teams does a lot of things. It doesn't do everything. You know, unfortunately, I haven't figured out a way to toast a bagel yet with Teams or have it park my car, but it can do a lot of stuff. So can it uh, chat an instant message? You betcha it can, so that's not the correct answer. Can you audio and video call with people? Yep, 100% you can do that, so that's not the correct answer. Can you share files and collaborate? Yes, you can do that with this product. The correct answer here is that Teams is not an alternative to Outlook. Outlook is still going to be the tool that you're going to use on a day-to-day basis to manage your inbox, to work with your calendar, pull contact records. A lot of that data is available inside of Teams, but Teams is not an email client, so you can't check your email with Teams. All right, let's continue our discussion. Well, Teams, as I kind of talked about, is packed with functionality, uh, you know, it's got chat functionality, so you can instantly send a message to your colleague. We can send a, uh, just a text message. We can send an image. We can send a GIF. We can send an emoticon. We can share, um, you know, kind of and use this anywhere that we need. We can use it on a desktop co- computer. We can use it on their web client. We can even do it directly on our mobile device right here. Okay, you can do your video conferencing, you can do screen sharing inside of Teams. One click, you can conference with somebody and be able to talk and communicate with that person really quickly and easily, and we'll look at some of that features here in a little bit. Uh, You can access all of your files, okay? All the Microsoft file storage options, which are OneDrive and SharePoint, 100% fully supported. You can access any file inside of OneDrive or SharePoint inside of Teams and share it with your staff and colleagues. And you can also even map in third-party storage, uh, which is going to come from service providers such as Google with their Drive product, Dropbox, Box.net, and I believe also ShareFile from Citrix are supported. And for the files that are stored inside of OneDrive and with uh, uh, SharePoint, you can even collaborate on those documents in real time. You can instantly access one of those documents and be able to work in it inside of Teams or inside of that normal desktop application. And because it's stored inside of SharePoint and Drive, well, other people in your company can have access to it as well. And they can, in one click, instantly be able to work on that file. And you could have two, three, five, 100 people inside a single Excel file, a Word document, a PowerPoint presentation, and more. So it's got all that kind of stuff there. And you can rest assured you're in good company. Uh, I mean, lots of businesses are using Teams And uh, just to give you a quick history lesson on it, I mean, the growth of Teams has been astounding. I mean, if it were its own thing and not a Microsoft product, I mean, it would just be, I mean, one of those just tech darling, gang, you know, companies that just go gangbusters in their first couple of years. Uh, Teams was originally announced by Microsoft in March 2017. Again, wasn't the first product on the market. Uh, In a lot of ways, the original company that kind of created this, all in one communications tool was Slack. And in 2018, they had a, you know, kind of the same number of daily users using the platform. But uh, I would tell you, the pandemic just absolutely hit the afterburners on Teams' growth. And it had tremendous growth over those years, which we'll talk about here in a minute. Um, but I will point out Teams is used every day by businesses all over the world. It's got active users in over 175 countries every single day. Uh, organizations, big and small, use it. Organizations with just a handful of people use it to talk, communicate, and collaborate. And there are several organizations in the Fortune 500, even the Fortune 50, and probably Fortune 10 that use this to completely power every aspect of communication side of their business. And it, Pretty much every type of business, every economy, every sector of the economy are represented in those teams' users. So this isn't a niche thing. This is good for everybody. Now, in terms of the growth, it's been astounding. Okay. In 2018, same number of users as Slack, you know, we're talking tens of millions, not that big. In November of 2019, it was about 20 million active users. Okay. Fast forward, a 5 6 months later at the beginning of the pandemic in March of 2020 they went from 20 million to 44 million they doubled in 6 months okay fast forward to April okay 1 month later it went from 44 million to 77 million how incredible is that that's just wow you know and a year later, in April of 2021, it went up to 145 billion active users. And today, in 2022, we're over 270 million active users using this product. So you fit into this. Uh, you are, uh, your business will 100% fit in with the rest of the organization using Teams. Now, the actual platform, it's not just a thing. It's not just like, a, like, a, like a, an app. I mean, there, there's actually three different ways you can use this. It's more of a platform than anything else. So uh, most of us, myself included, day-to-day are primarily using the desktop and the mobile client. Uh, desktop-wise, it's a Windows 10 or a Windows 11 app. Uh, so it'll work with both major versions of Windows that are out right now. You can certainly use it inside of a Mac computer as well as Linux. And when you're on the go, you know, like I am quite often, I'm using my mobile phone. Well, guess what? There is a Android version as well as an iOS version of the Teams app with pretty much every feature supported both on the desktop and mobile. And I use the mobile client almost as much as I use the desktop client. Uh, I try not to do that much work out of the office, but, you know, it's super nice just being able to send a message to somebody when you're traveling or, you know, you need to ask a question when you're standing in line at the supermarket, something pops into your head. It's great just to be able to pick up your phone and send that message securely. And you can also access it straight through just a web browser. So if, if you're using Chrome or Edge or any modern Internet browser, you can just go to your team's site directly on a web browser and be able to get virtually all the same features and functions there as well. Uh, so they've got you covered. It's, it's fully supported everywhere. Now, in terms of the pricing for this, you've got really kind of two options. Teams is not a standalone product in the sense that you just buy it and that's the only feature you have. Most of us get our Teams licensing as part of our larger 365 subscription. Okay, uh, So my company, we use uh, 365 for enterprise. I don't pay any more for Teams for our company. It's just there. It's just an extra uh, application that we, we choose to use. So uh, the 365 plans, we'll talk about those here in a minute. They range as cheap as about four bucks. Most businesses, especially small businesses, will be about 12.50 uh, per user per month. And with the paid plans, what's nice about this like at that 1250 per rate, Uh, You not only get Teams, but you get storage, so you can use OneDrive and SharePoint for your business. You get your email hosting through Microsoft Exchange, and and you get the security through Active Directory. And on top of that, you get all of your licensing for the traditional Office applications, so Word, Excel, PowerPoint, and more. Uh, So I would tell you the best way of getting Teams is part of your 365 subscription. Now, again, as I mentioned, if you're a small organization and you're price conscious, you don't really kind of uh, have that option, guess what? There is still a free plan, okay? And that free plan is a great option. I mean, it's not cheap in the sense of like some token plan that, you know, does a little bit, but really kind of, you know, lets you hang with, you know, uh, and doesn't really offer really kind of any benefit. The free plan is pretty good on its own right, and it's a great option for small businesses, businesses nonprofits, maybe you want to get something going for your you know, kids' Boy Scout troop or softball league or something like that. And for 100% for free, you can have this up to 100 people inside your organization. You can have unlimited group meetings, but they're limited to 60 minutes apiece. Every user gets five gigs of cloud storage. You get unlimited chat with coworkers and other people, including customers and vendors. You can file, share, and more it's secured. It's, I mean, it's just a killer option, you know? So even on the on the free side of this, I mean, you're getting a lot more than you'll get with other providers. All right. I've been flapping my, my lips here for a minute on why you should be talking about team and why you should be including teams inside your business. Let's actually talk about some of the cool things you can do with teams. So in this next section, we're going to talk about some of the specific teams features, and functions that I think are really compelling, uh, and we're going to try to explore some of the main ways that you can use this incredible application. So we're going we're gonna to start first with discussing uh, some of the chat functions. Uh, so we'll talk about chat and instant message, and we'll talk about through some of the, the main things that you can do here. Uh, And then we're also going to talk about teams and channels. Uh, It's kind of confusing. You know, you've got uh, teams, the application, but then you also have, there's a functionality inside of this called uh, uh, teams itself. And so we'll explore that a little bit there and try to get a sense of where and how you might use uh, each of these. Okay. And if we have some time, we'll talk about some of the meeting features that you might want to consider using, but, and collaboration features, but there's a good chance we'll probably have to save that for episode two. So Teams itself pack with features and functions. There's stuff for one-on-one, and there's also stuff for group, one-to-many. Really, it's just kind of up to you on how you want to leverage this application. Um, In our business, I mean, it's it. I mean, this is is how we talk, communicate, and meet on a day-to-day basis. And so let me share with you some of the cool things you can do with chat functionality. So the first thing we're going to... Talk about are going to be how you can use this for day to day communication. Okay. I will point out that Teams is much more of a chat centric communication style than an email tool. Okay. And this is a cultural thing. This is, I think, one of the ways that a lot of organizations kind of get screwed up is in the sense that they, um, is in the sense that they, Will use this tool as a way of um, uh, not really kind of understanding that you're intended to instant message with people. Uh, You know, a lot of businesses are set up like if you have a question, you send somebody an email, they get back to you in a day. You know, Teams, on the other hand, is really kind of set up for regular, constant communication back and forth with people. Okay. It's really kind of intended more for like conversations. Email is great, you know, especially for timeless stuff, you know, uh, stuff that's asynchronous. You know, i want to ask you a question, give you a day or two to think about it and get back to me. But chat's great for, hey, what is the status of the Peterson account? What uh, do you want to go to lunch? Stuff like that. So I would tell you for your getting your culture ready to use Teams, you kind of kind of make that need to make that shift in your in your mindset in the Mm -hmm. sense that you need to be ready to be chatting with people on a regular basis. Then um, uh, then you will need to, uh, for example, um, email back and forth. And so we still email a fair amount, but I will tell you most of the time we're chatting with each other and it speeds up the speed of it speeds up communication in general. Now chat can either be a one-to-one so I can chat with a single person. They can also be multi-user or group so you can have chat threads with five, six, 10, 50 people in them and it could just kind of be a general chat room. Uh, in our company, for example, we've got a I, I have several chats set up with individuals you know so for example uh, my wife who's our marketing director and who we'll be chatting with here in a moment, you know I chat with her all the time. I chat with my business partner Alex all the time. Uh, We have one to uh, a few chats, like, for example, our marketing group, our business operations group. There's only a few people in those and just a, you know, kind of a more privileged, focused conversation. And then we have what we call our water cooler uh, chat, which is everybody, you know. And, hey, I like today, I posted a song I found on Spotify I really liked, and I put it there. And, you know, you just kind of go to the different thread depending on the need. Now, chat messages can be anything you'd like them to be. Uh, They can... Uh, be a lot of things. They're mostly centered around text, so asking questions, making statements, things of this nature. But inside of that single chat thread, you can also include images, you can share files, documents, so on and so forth. Okay, and I like chat messages mostly just because of speed and they're more, let's say, uh, familiar and less formal than an email. I can get a response much quicker. I get the same information across and it takes a lot less formal communication, you know, like writing an intro and a closing in an email than it does with a chat message. Now, here's some of my favorite things that you can do with chat. Okay, Uh, I like the fact that you can do rich formatting with this so I can style my messages. It's not just plain text. I can do uh, different styles, including headers and uh, bolding and underlining. They've got this really cool uh, tool where you can paste in software code. And for my business, that's really helpful because we're doing that a lot. You can put in tables and more. Uh, It's super efficient for transferring files. Like I just need to send somebody a picture of something, a screenshot of something, or a document, Just drag and drop it, put it into Teams, and they get that instantly. A heck of a lot faster than emailing something and having to include an attachment. You can also send bigger stuff through Teams, too. Uh, I like that I can do reactions to messages. So I can do GIFs. I can do stickers, emojis, and lots of other things as well. So um, I don't have to always write a message out. I could do something as simple as a thumbs up on a message. Or I could send a GIF, you know, with... Uh, some more um, feeling than you know a, a simple emoji could provide, so that's kind of cool too. I, I like that you could change the importance of messages. Uh, by default, a message is sent in normal, sense, like normal importance, but you can make it uh, you know higher importance as well as critical, and it will send notifications to people, letting them know that hey, Steve sent you a message and it's really important. You need to get back to him quickly. Uh, I like the search capabilities inside of uh, Teams within a message uh, thread so that I can essentially very easily find, you know, um, a website that I sent you or an invoice number. I can just hit control F. We'll talk about that a little bit later on and go find that specific message or, or, you know, kind of that thread, part of that thread really quickly. I like that I can video conference really quickly. Inside of a chat thread, in one button click, I can instantly screen share. I can instantly audio conference or video conference with people with just one click. It's a lot simpler and easier than what you will get with um, other applications because, again, it's kind of all built into one tool. And you can also share to Outlook too. So if you need to email something outside to, to somebody outside of Teams, you can do so really quickly. Now, here's by no means a complete comprehensive uh, view of what you could do with chat, but here's some general things that you can do inside of here, and I'll leave that here for your reference. And what I'm thinking for our next section here, why don't we go over and actually do and take a look at some of the cool things that we can do inside of Teams and give you a sense of what a chat thread looks like. Now, we're going to start our day and looking at Teams here with just a a quick overview of the location of things just to kind of give you a sense of where things are located inside this application. Teams itself is super simple. There's not a lot to the interface. Um, It's really quite easy to be able to learn this application quickly. On the left-hand side here, what you'll see is a listing of the major functions of Teams uh, starting with our activity and then going to chat teams which we'll talk about next calendar calls files and more so when you access the major aspects of the application on the left hand side here this is where you're going to find it okay now down here here's your help as well as the marketplace to find other apps we'll talk about that towards the end of our presentation okay now, the next thing is up here, you got this big old search bar listed. Okay. And this search bar is where you're going to be able to search and find things. And you can also do these really cool slash commands, which we'll mention here a little bit later on. And your settings are going to be located here on the right side. Okay. Those three little dots always recommend, always mean a, me- a menu. And you can see here, you, you click those little three dots, and this is how you can get into your settings. You can adjust your Zoom. Uh, and you can also click over your avatar here. So we're Johnny Demo today. And this is where we can sign out, change our organization, change our status, and more. Now, throughout the most of the application, you got another layer here. So you got your top ribbon part, you know, your top of the application, uh, but then you got this like next panel down. And in this next panel down, this is gonna be, for example, uh, when you're in a chat where you can start a new chat by clicking this little guy right here, this little box with it looks to be a pencil pointing in. And along the top of a chat, so here we're talking with uh, Steve, this is where you can see the different aspects of this chat. OK, so we can go into our actual communication back with each other. We can uh, view our files that we've transferred with each other. Uh, what's nice is that whenever you're working with teams, it creates a history of everything you've ever talked about. And there's also uh, a files section so you can easily go back and find all the files you've spoken with and more. And over here on the right hand side, this is going to be where you can initiate a phone call or an audio call with in this case, Steve. And in one click, I can video conference, I can audio conference, and I can also share my screen uh, with one click. Now, let's go ahead and let's have a conversation with my colleague and my beautiful wife here, Alicia. So I'm gonna click the little box with the pencil looking icon. It's gonna create a new chat. And over here under the two section, I'm just gonna start to type her name out. Now, because Teams is integrated with Exchange and Active Directory, When you start to type somebody's name out, it's going to recognize, and it's going to uh, show you people with a comparable name. And so, you know, if I had multiple people here with Alicia, we'd see one, two, or three, and we'd pick the person we would want. I'm gonna go ahead and select her here. And now that that's been selected, uh, we can actually start talking with each other, okay? And so I can go ahead and send her a quick message here. I'll come down here to this section, and it says type a new message, and I'll say, hey, Good morning. How are you today? Okay. And so, once we start chatting with her, it's going to add this thread, which is what we refer to these individual conversations, they're a thread, to the recent chats section on the left. Okay? Now, a couple of things related to the chat that I think are useful for you to know, okay? So, we always see the history of our communication. And I've hidden some of this. So you can see here show the hidden chat, but it's perpetual, it's just gonna keep moving on, it's like a stream of consciousness type thing. And another thing that's also useful is we also know, for example, what's been read and what hasn't been. If we look on the right-hand side of this, you'll notice there's this little eye look at icon, and that will show me if the message has been sent, and if that message has been sent, whether or not it's been looked at. And regardless if Felicia looks at this on her desktop or on her mobile device, uh, once she looks at it, I'll actually know that she got the message and has replied. So we'll reply back to her. Thanks. I'm doing well. All righty. And so that little icon changed over here. She hasn't interacted with this message. It just shows me a little check showing that she did receive the message. Okay. It'll also show us uh, her presence. A couple things I'll point out here. So when she's writing a message, we'll see that uh, Alicia is writing. okay. And so we know that we're actually having a conversation with somebody. And also, this one, we'll talk about this a little bit later on, uh, it'll show us her presence. That little green mark shows that she is available and, and ready to talk. Uh, likewise, you'll see her own presence up here in the upper right-hand corner. Uh, that little green check, again, will show you. Uh, When somebody's available and it'll change if it's red that shows that they're in do not disturb or they're busy And there's other statuses including Away, and others that you might want to consider too Okay now in terms of the chat functionality if we come down here at the bottom you'll notice you got a bunch of icons down here There's some pretty cool things that you can do So you'll see this little pencil looking icon with the A and if we click this Uh, This is how we can access some of the rich formatting options for teams Okay, so things that we can do here. We can bold a message. We can italicize We can clear formatting we can highlight we can change from paragraph to heading uh, We can put in a table we can quote and in fact if we click these little three dots over here They'll show you there's even a bunch more options as well. So you can copy and paste things into uh, Teams and it'll keep that styling that you already had preset. Okay, our next icon over here is our delivery options. By default, things are set to our standard message, which will be sent as usual, but we can also mark a message as important as well as urgent. And so if if I set a message to urgent, Alicia will get notified every two minutes for 20 minutes until she engages with that message. Are you free for lunch later? Very important question. Okay. And once she engages with this, we'll know. And it'll, she'll, we'll, she will continue to get followed up until she engages with this message. There we go. Okay. We can attach a file. Uh, you can click this little paper clip and attach a file just like you were in email. Uh, but you can also, for example, uh, just drag and drop things into, into this as well. Uh, so let me just come over here and we'll drag a Excel file. Okay. And this will attach this file to this thread and she will get this, which is pretty cool. Okay. So it's easy to be able to send pictures and Excel files and more back and forth with each other. Okay. You can do what's called a loop. I'm going to save this to talk about a little bit later on. It's a real-time method method of communication and project coordination now. It's pretty, pretty nifty. Um, we'll talk about that here in probably episode two. We could send an emoticon, all the standard emoticons that you would expect, the smiley faces, the pizzas, the uh, globes, and more are supported. You can also send gifts. So I can go ahead and say, you're awesome, and I could search for, uh, I can go ahead and search for a GIF, and I love these just because they're just a fun way of being able to communicate. In fact, if I click this little sticker-looking guy over here, uh, I can create my own memes and GIFs in here as well. Uh, Here's some of the more popular ones, uh, but you can create all different types of uh, memes. Here's some from Office Space as well and Family Guy. Uh, so you know, kind of a good way of again of kind of creating some fun inside of the arc, inside of the uh, inside of the. Um, day-to-day work of the business okay and you'll also notice down here that she reacted to this Uh, what's kind of nice is as you're starting to work with people instead of having to constantly type back or forth we can just react to a message so i can for example uh, she says she's free at 215 i can go ahead and give her a thumbs up and she knows that i i read and acknowledge that without me having to write in my own response now, some of the other things I can do down here is I can also schedule a meeting with Alicia. And this will drop me over into my calendar functionality. So if I want to set up something to talk later, we can do so very easily. Okay, I can also send uh, i can set a stream, uh, which is another Microsoft 365 capability. I can also send what they call praise, uh, which is a way of publicly acknowledging when somebody does something pretty cool. And there's all different types of badges, thank you, optimism, problem solving, being creative and more, and just kind of a cool thing to do. We could send an approval request. We'll talk about that here later on uh, in a future episode where we can document when somebody reviews and approves something as well. And there's also a number of third-party tools that can be added, including Acrobat. And if we click these little three dots over here, you can see we can add things like Power BI, YouTube, and more. Now, up top here in our conversation, you can see there's other tabs that are kind of included. So again, we already took a look at our files, which will show us all the files we've sent back and forth with each other. Uh, We can also add things like our organization, and this will show me, especially in a bigger organization, where this person fits in in the grand scope of the organization. So I can see here that Alicia is the marketing director, and she reports to, in this case, Steve, and we can see all the information related to that person and so it's a great way of kind of especially in a bigger company being able to see where people fit in we can see our activity we can see our linkedin there's lots of kind of cool stuff that we can uh that we can do with this tool which is really kind of incredible just on the chat side now up here on the upper right as i mentioned we can start a conversation and unfortunately in the interest of time we're probably gonna have to come back and look at that at the next episode this might end up being a a three-parter I think just given how much how many features and functions are in this application uh, but we can audio chat with her we can video chat with her and if we click this little icon over here we can even break out just this one conversation so if we want to move it to a separate window uh, we can do so quite easily so there's lots of different things that you can do with chat and I don't want you to think of it as just as being a simple simple tool Um, it's beyond just sending a message back and forth with each other. You can do a lot of really compelling things with it. All righty. Let's go ahead and talk through our next feature and function. Then we're going to go ahead and have a review question uh, and uh, we'll continue moving on here. So the next feature I want you to know about are called teams. Okay. Okay. So you have Teams, the application, but then you have Teams, the functionality inside of it. And Teams is essentially a public version of a chat. And it's not only chat, but it's also files. It's a SharePoint site. It's a whole bunch of things. And uh, a team is what you would use to kind of like gather your staff around something to be done. Um, So like it could be, for example, a project, it could be a client, it could be the location of the business. Let's say you've got offices in San Francisco, Sacramento, and Los Angeles, where you could have a team for each office as you need, okay? But it's a a way of gathering people around something that needs to be done inside the business, okay? Okay. Uh, now, within a team, you also have what are called channels. And these are specific conversations with people who are on that team, your other teammates. Uh, and each channel is dedicated to a specific topic, a department, a request, a project, or more. Uh, and most organizations should have few teams, but within those teams, you often will have many channels. Uh, inside of our company, as an example, we have uh one team which is the company it's just devmatics and then we have a channel for every single client inside of the company and so what's nice about this is if i want to go look up information about you know client abc i go inside of teams i go to that uh, channel for that client and i'll find everything related to that client in that one place so in a way it's kind of like a centralization of information inside the company okay most organizations should have few teams but most the time you should have lots of channels for specific needs now teams and channels support the same chat functionality as you see in the normal chat functionality Uh, but what you should know is that everything inside of a team inside of a channel is public by default to the other members of that team and channel so uh, where chat is kind of privileged it's between you and one other person a team, on the other hand, that's public record. So it's it's kind of like a, think of it as like a the notice board inside your business. You're going to find everything related to that one company uh, or that one client or that one project public inside of that team and inside of that channel. Now, you can create your teams from scratch. Uh, Microsoft also has a ton of templates, so like there's uh, templates for teams for events. So if you wanted to create a team to plan the party for the Christmas holiday season, well, you can do that inside of Teams uh, pretty quickly and they'll give you a template that'll have lots of options already kind of pre-built for you. Now, I do want to draw some differences and help you understand the difference between a team, a channel, and a chat, because they are kind of a little bit confusing. Okay, a team is an organization thing. It's a group of people that get gathered to do something big inside your organization. And sometimes it could be the whole organization itself would be on a team. But a team is an organization thing. Okay, now the team itself is made up of channels and those channels are conversations within the team itself, especially between teammates. Uh, Each channel is dedicated to a specific topic. Topic, department, or project, okay? Now, channels and teams are always public to other group members. However, a chat message is a one-to-one or it can be a group message, but it's considered private, you know, in the sense that it's not publicly shared. It's not uh, It's not there for everybody. It's only there for the people who are a member of that group or a member of that chat thread. Okay, so what I want you to think of is chat is usually one-on-one or one-to-few. A team or channel is always group and it is always public. So hopefully that helps you understand some of the differences between these things. Now, let's go ahead and have a review question. What is the main difference between a chat and team? uh, Or more specifically, what's the difference between chat and teams and channels? Okay, uh, chat messages can't be sent to a group. No way. That is not true. You could send chat messages one-on-one or one-to-few. Okay. Uh, is it you can only send files through chat channel messages? No way, Jose. Okay. You can totally send files through chat or through channels. Totally okay. Teams and channels are a premium feature and not included in the standard version of Teams. Nope. That is not the case as well. Uh, channels and teams and chat and frankly all the functionalities included everywhere inside the application the correct answer here is teams and channel messages are always public to other group messages where chat messages are generally and should be considered private as well now teams and teams has a lot of specific features and uh Unfortunately, we're not going to get a chance to kind of look through every single feature in this first episode. But in the next episode, we certainly will. But let me expose you to a couple of my favorite teams features. And then we'll take a look at them uh, when we go hands on with uh, teams in our next episode. So uh, some of my favorite. Sorry, let's uh, sorry. Some of my favorite teams features are kind of subtle in the sense of what you can use them for. And the biggest one is the fact that Teams are fully integrated in with SharePoint. Uh, So the entirety of SharePoint is integrated into the uh, Teams functionality, bringing a wealth of resources, power, and service right inside of Teams um, from SharePoint. And what's great about this, let's just solely focus on on the file sharing side of this. SharePoint, when you leverage this correctly, can be your company's, like, share drive. It's where you can put your company files. And once you put those files inside of SharePoint, they're instantly shared with the other people of your company. And if you're using Teams on top of that, well, you've now combined all of your files with your messaging and communication app. And now collaboration is really, really simple, simple and easy. And so I personally think that's fantastic. Uh, because it's eliminated infrastructure, I previously would have had to have standalone inside our company, and it's built right into a tool I'm already using. So, pretty much anything that you store inside of SharePoint, you can access inside of Teams uh, and vice versa. They're one in the same for a lot of, uh, for almost everybody. And uh, one of the cool things that you can do is when you create a team inside of uh, Teams, it will also correspondingly create a SharePoint site for you, bringing you all the features and functions of SharePoint with the creation, and they'll they'll be synced with each other. Um, What's also really kind of cool is staff can easily create and manage their own Teams account. Uh, They can create their own teams. They can create their own channels. uh, They can create them for particular purposes and needs really quickly and really easily. And, um, you know, so they can be self-organizing. You can join an existing team if need be and you can also uh, create your own team. So, you know, inside of our company, I know there's a few teams that I'm not a part of because I can see them in the administration that are related to my staff and the work that they're doing, and I I like the fact that they can be self-organizing and do things on their own. Uh, As an administrator, you can put restrictions on what and how people can create teams, so you can maybe make it a management-only feature. Uh, You can limit that functionality as you see fit inside your company. Another really cool thing with Teams is that every channel gets its own unique email. Uh, And what's kind of cool with that specific channel is that uh, you can email straight into that channel. Uh, So, for example, let's say you create a team uh, and inside of that team you organize it by client. And let's just say it's Acme Brick Company. Well, that channel, Acme Brick Company, will get its own email address inside your company. Uh, And you can email specifically to that channel. And when you do so, it gets sent to everybody simultaneously. And any attachments that are included will also get included into the SharePoint site. And so it's going to be a way to centralize communication through email for a group of people as well. It's like a distribution list. And it's a way, for example, for the client, if you gave that email address to the client, that they can email everybody on that project simultaneously. And we all get that message and we all get that attachment. And in fact, it's even stored directly inside of SharePoint, too. So that's pretty cool. And I really like that feature. And you can also use what are called connectors. Uh, Connectors are fantastic for connecting teams to external services. Okay. Uh, Now, What this allows us to be able to do is to create a team that can listen to other websites, other online services, and more, and it could be kind of a hub of communication. Um, So instead of having, for example, notifications being sent to an email address that may or may not get checked, you could have like order confirmations from Amazon or uh, down notifications coming from services like Uptime Robot being sent to Teams and now multiple people have eyes on that. And I just love the fact that you can essentially use this as a way of centralizing notifications that we all have access to this incredible product and tool. Now there are a ton of teams features uh, that you could choose to use uh, from creating teams and managing teams and managing users in teams and levels of permissions, um, There's apps and third-party products and services. There's analytics that go along to this. There's communication uh, and conferencing and meeting functionality. You name it, it's there. There's a lot that you could choose to use. Now, in the time that we've got left, let me just briefly show you where the team's functionality actually lives just so you could know where it is. And then when we come back in Episode 2, we are going to dive in and take a look and really kind of explore the team's functionality in its entirety so to access the team's functionality it's going to be on the left hand side here and you'll see this little teams button okay and from this team's button you'll see a listing of your teams that are available to you and here you'll see the devmatics team and i've actually got a number of channels here Uh, and and, uh, each channel represents different functional units inside the company. It also represents different clients, and when they get bold like this, it'll actually show you there's something new uh, that are there. Uh, But my demo user here is associated to the demo team as well as the general team, and this user, for example, like let's say demo is a client, this is going to be where they would come to go view and see some of the posts related to this client. Uh, as well as to see the files related to this specific client. They're all listed uh, right here. And also, my demo user at any point can come down here and create their own teams. Uh, They can create uh, a team from a template. They can create it from scratch. They can use this to manage a project and more. Uh, There's lots of really kind of useful templates that take a lot of the headache of getting this set up directly of your hands so they're just easy to do you know so we can set up a team to manage a project to manage an event maybe it's our christmas party maybe it's the peterson audit you know maybe it's i've got a team set up for all my new hires and so they're put onto a central team so they can get to know each other and learn the culture of the company all of those options are available to me so teams itself gives us the ability to kind of manage in this case Many uh, one to many, you know, so we have the option to manage many people and many groups and many purposes and many projects in chat. On the other hand, that's a one to one or a one to few, you know, where I'm having a single chat with Alicia, a single chat with Alex and more. Uh, And it's really kind of up to you. I mean, in our company, we leverage both of these quite regularly. Uh, Chat is probably where I live day to day in terms of talking, and communicating with people. But I'm also working with files and I'm working with my clients and I'm working with uh, things on a regular basis. And guess what? That's going to come from that team's function. So what's great is that you get the features and functions all with inside of one ecosystem of product that you can leverage however way you want. You know, there's no limitation with respect to how you can use this incredible tool. You've, It's all there for you. It's just up to you to use it. Well, before we end our presentation today, let's go ahead and have a final review question and then we'll go ahead and wrap up. Which Microsoft Office productivity application does not support collaboration inside of Teams? Okay, so as I mentioned, Teams is not a replacement for every product, but it can be used concurrently and jointly with many. So can you use Teams with Microsoft Word? You betcha, you absolutely can. So that's not the correct answer. Uh, can you use it concurrently and jointly with Microsoft Excel? That's not the correct answer because you absolutely can do that. Can you do it in PowerPoint? Yes, you can. The correct answer here is Outlook. Outlook is its own thing. You're going to use that continuously to manage uh, your um, email and calendar and contacts and more. Um, so you're going to continue to still use that application, but you can use absolutely PowerPoint, Excel, and Word concurrently and jointly and actually do some pretty cool real-time collaboration inside of Teams um, with those three apps in conjunction with SharePoint and OneDrive. Well, today we talked about a lot of stuff. We did a great overview of Teams, if I don't say so myself, talking about the purpose and intent of the application and how and where you should consider using it for your company. And we also started to talk through some of the main features of Teams, uh, we specifically look at the chat functionality. We also took a, a overview of the Teams and channel functionality and where and how you would use those tools as well. In the next episode of this, we're going to dive further into the Teams and channel functionality, exploring how and where you would use those, as well as the meeting functionality and the collaboration functionality. Uh, I think we've got our work cut out for us because there's a lot of features and functions right inside of those tools themselves. Next, we're going to take a look at some third-party tools and external services that you can use and leverage with Teams and how you can bring in functionality from, for example, from the Adobe products or Google products and more. We'll talk about some methods of automating our business practices and certainly some methods of management of administration, security, and privacy. So, so much and more. Please stay tuned to this series. Uh, We've got a lot more cool stuff coming your way. Now, as a reminder, you can earn credits for watching or listening to our podcast and webinar for today. Head on over to cpetoday.com and our course code today is MTT1, and you can find our course using that code. And with your purchase, you will get a CPE certificate and a credit for your continuing education. And you can also ask questions and download a copy of our learning materials today. So pretty good value for you. If you're a new watcher or listener, thank you, thank you for being here. How about you have this class or any other class if you're choosing on us. Use coupon code 1FREEPODCAST at checkout, and you can make this class or any other class that you're choosing free. If you enjoyed our material today, please consider connecting with us on social media. You can find us on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and anywhere else as CPE Today. And you can also follow our show wherever you happen to get your content, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and more. And we produce our show twice a week, Tuesdays and Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific. And you can watch live and attend live and uh, get credits that way. Uh, But you can also get credits after the fact um, by just listening to the podcast or watching it on YouTube or Facebook and just taking a short quiz. We're here for you with whatever you might need. Thank you so much for your time and attention. I look forward to episode two of this class where we explore so many more great features and functions of Teams coming. Thank you so much for your time and attention today. Best wishes, and I'll see you back in the office soon. Take care.